This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Uh, Cynthia, um, you were the texter that texted in talking about it. Can you tell us what's going on right now? Yes. Hi. Um, my husband was diagnosed with uh, glioblastoma. That's a cancer stage 4 brain tumor nine months ago. And he underwent surgery and chemo and radiation. And through all of it, well, after the surgery, eight months ago, he lost most of his speech and language. So he can't read, he can't write, he can barely speak. And he has right side weakness and struggles to participate in sports or ride a bike or kind of get around. I mean, he can be independent, but he's lost a lot of what was important to him that helped him participate. Mm -hmm. And he's always been clear, and we've always agreed, that when the time came that there was progression of the cancer, that um, a dignified end would be what he wants for himself and for us. We have young children as well. Mm -hmm. So recently recently, um, he had an MRI and the tumor is growing and there's a second tumor, which was not expected for probably the next year. We thought we were the lucky ones that had the kind of tumor that would respond to um, chemo. And so we faced sort of that difficult moment of what we always said we would do was suddenly upon us much sooner than expected. And he submitted his application to Access Made that same day last week. Um, he's been, he has to wait, has a 10 day waiting period before you can actually, um, access medically assisted death. Mm -hmm. And so he has his first, um, assessment tomorrow to see, you have to be deemed competent by two independent doctors and then a third one at the time of administration. Um, I think just to respond to a few of the comments that I've been hearing, um, I don't think it's the easy way out. In some ways, I think that it's harder, um, not because I don't agree with his choice, but because it's a choice that requires so much thought and so much time and process that seems unnatural. Um, to have to sort of sign a form and apply to, for someone else to deem your choice valid and to have to wait knowing you've now committed to that and then to have to worry about if you're if someone else will deem you competent and then to have to worry if the date that you choose is too close or too far our situation's a little bit different from someone like Tracy's mother because the tumors in his brain Nobody can really tell us at what point uh, he'll become incompetent. Well, and it's also possible that it could be a switch for him too, right? It could switch really quickly. Yeah. It could, he could deteriorate quickly, uh, but his body is healthy. He can walk. He can 
participate in some ways. He doesn't look like a guy who is near death. And yet, if he wants to die on his terms, he probably needs to access assisted death in the next month. Um, as opposed to being able to, so where the law lacks at the moment is he cannot defer his right to his the person that holds his medical directive to say, okay, when it comes time that I can't live at home anymore, please like let me do this. No, he has to be competent when he accesses it. And so perhaps where we will lose a few months of time we could have together. Um, another comment that I wanted to make was that in every other aspect of healthcare, we um, are fine with and we invest in and we go to school for and we have research grants for ways to intervene, to sort of make life longer or to create life when our bodies won't. Or Can, to I'm going to step in on that with one quick uh, comment from a texter to support what you're saying. A texter had said, Extraordinarily, uh, extraordinary life-saving efforts are also not natural. Right. And I think it's interesting that, you know, we value heartbeats in life without consideration for what the quality of those heartbeats are. And, you know, the question a really dear friend said to me the other day, whose heart are those beats fulfilling? Because sometimes those extra heartbeats for months and months are about the people living, not about the person who's dying. Whose hearts are those heartbeats fulfilling? Fulfilling. That's a good question. Are you okay? Yeah. I mean, I called because I think it's an important right that people should have access to but i really feel strongly and offended personally for people to suggest it's the easy way out i must say that since last tuesday when he signed the forms it's sort of consuming our life wondering will you be allowed to what date should we choose will that be too soon what if it's too late and we miss it and i feel a bit I don't feel resentful because the legislation is new and it's important and I know that it will get better, but it will only get better if people like us speak up and say, wow, you know what's really hard about this is that you, we have to put ourselves through this stress and our children of telling them a date, your dad will die. Yeah. Uh, how old are your kids? No, my children are seven and nine. Okay. To possibly be told no, um, and then have to live through a natural death anyway. Well, I don't no, a normal part of a day is that you're looking at your calendar saying, hey, by the way, you know, the Smiths want to have us over for dinner on, right? Right. Or, and my know, husband's face every time that happens now is like, right, because they want to say goodbye to me. Yeah. Right, because they want to say goodbye to well, me. So you spend like three weeks just sort of waiting well, to die. You know, and that, that's a whole other conversation I think that goes beyond this, is I had a friend of mine who went through uh, an illness and died very quickly and people showed up to say goodbye. But yet, yeah, that person... Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And sitting there, waiting. Mm-hmm. Like sitting there because we're saying goodbye for ourselves, really, right? Like, right. Um, and yet that person is sitting there. Can I put you on hold one second, Cynthia? Sure. Thanks. 403-974-8255-974. Talk. We're back with more next. 770 CHQR. I'm Zach sitting in for Rob and Cynthia. Sorry to uh, cut you off there. Um, take a little break as we're getting towards the top of the hour. Um, waiting for your husband uh, to get his date for maid to mm-hmm. pass on. Um, what are you going to do with him? Tell me what, your, uh, what are you going to do with your husband so you can enjoy it? So my husband's goal is to go watch his daughter's soccer tournament this weekend in BC. So we're going to do that. Um, And while this is the saddest thing that has ever happened to our family, we have been really clear from the beginning what we wanted out of his life. And we've been able to do those things. So he set a goal that he wanted to have a summer in the Okanagan. And our family from out of town joined us. Uh, for a week and four sets of family friends our friends of our family joined us for another week and our best friends joined us for a third week and we had the summer of our lives we took a babysitter to help with caregiving and we've put a lot of intentional effort into sort of enjoying the best moments that we can and putting quality ahead of quantity and I think the great thing is about MADE are that it allows you to do that I think that MAID still needs work in terms of um, the timelines that you're required to adhere to and making it something that you can defer in a medical directive to someone else. Uh, Thank you, Cynthia, for sharing your story. And I'm sure that you will have more to share after you go through your process. I did want to share a bunch of text messages coming in about your story. Thank you. Uh, and a bunch say things like this, because this is the impact of what you're sharing today, just so you know, so you can understand that even out of the sort of the sorrow that that is this part of your life, um, that that you are impacting people. Holy smokes, what a brave lady. Obviously, her husband. Wow. Um, so your story is having an impact today. I just Thank have one you. quick question and it's personal, but it's just one real word. Is that how old are you? 40. Thank you, Cynthia. Thanks. Good luck. Thank you. Not supposed to go through this stuff at 40, are you? Got more coming up next, 770 CHQR. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.